Gundam style. Gundam style, everyone. And welcome back. Welcome back to Wow Cool Robot. The Gundam show. You, the, you know. You know the one. Um, we've, we've, we've watched some episodes of Gundam for you, the audience. And we're here to talk about said episodes of Gundam for you, the audience. Morg, how are these episodes treating you? <sighs> They're good, but a lot. They're good, but at what cost? Good, but at what cost? It's... Man. Okay, someone in the Discord, Sarah in the Discord, was like, they just keep getting, like, a lot. And I'm like, well, guess I'll die. (laughs) Like... Yeah, yeah. Because I'm going to keep watching them, like... (laughs) Then perish. Oh, no. Amorous says then perish. Ooh. What if we get that, like... Oh my god. The close-up of his eyes, all red. What if Char said then perished when he killed Garma? Oh my god, he did. It's the thing. <laughs> he said, go, white boy, go. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, um, well, we have watched episode... We're going to start off our batch of three today with episode 16, Sela's Agony. Sayla's agony, and she is an agony. Um, yeah, gotta say, the title does not give me confidence. Yeah. Mm, mm. Hmm. I'm thinking about it. Uh. So yeah, they're in Central Asia. Can't contact the big the big HQ. Um. I guess they're kind of in neutral territory, kind of in Xeon territory, so, like, they don't want to get shit overheard or whatever. Who knows? Yeah, they, they, they're, I think they're currently in Federation territory, and they're approaching Xeon territory. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, and then there's, like, no salt, and that's a problem. There's no salt. This cook is so mad about there not being any damn salt. Hey, Max. Hey, Max. Yeah, what's up, Morg? Is he salty about it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it does go into, like, you know, people need salt to, like, live or whatever the fuck. Low sodium's bad, I guess. But, like, I, I think I'm just so used to, like, American food that just always has salt in it anyway. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, that's a problem? <laughs> yeah. See, you see, Morg, I'm an INTJ, so I can simply imagine my food having more salt on it, and I already know what it tastes like, so I don't need salt to survive. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Amr- Amr looked at the cook and said, hmm, needs more sodium chloride, and deserted the army. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Oh god, I rubbed my eyes too hard and almost popped my contact out. It's a very auspicious way to start this episode. Good start. Good start. But, so yeah, like, this is a very common theme in the show of, like, you gotta eat food to do, to, like, live, to to fight. It's, many are saying that food is the ammunition and the body is the gun. And I cannot dispute this information. The body is the gun, dumb? 
<laughs> oh, now we're getting somewhere. We gotta feed the Gundam a big piece of salt. Ew. <laughs> what if the Gundam made a big rock of salt? What if what if the Gundam had a Himalayan salt lamp that it ate in one big gulp? What if uh, the Gundam craved that mineral? <laughs> What if Gundam just like stood very, very sideways on a wall? Oh my god, I really want a Gundam like uh what were they they weren't goats. Um They were goats, yeah. Okay, they were. Uh I want a Gundam goat. I want a robot goat. I mean, there is unfortunately a robot horse in G. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. The horse the horse wears like in, in G, they, ha- they like, wear special suits to get into the robot, like a plug suit in Neon Genesis, and the horse also wears a special suit. <laughs> it's a fun idea, at least. While I don't respect the use of horses or even the acknowledgement of horses, it's good that that they thought of everything. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, the, the, the cook says they need salt. And in the meantime, they're waiting to meet up with Command um, because they're going to get new orders, and obviously they can't have it transmitted uh, over radio so close to Xeon territory because I guess they'll be, you know, um, intercepted. Yeah. But they look out into the distance and they see on the radar an old shitty pickup truck driving up. Um, and, like, the dude driving this is basically a living skeleton. He's he is practically dying. dead. He is not looking too good. Uh, yeah, but they bring him in. Well, because first they, like, go out to him and they, like, do some fucking code words, make sure... He was sent yeah. to Reville. Br- Bright asks if butterflies fly in the desert. And the guy says only the thorns of the cactus fly in the desert. I'm glad you remembered all of that because I did not write it down. Uh, that That's like the, that's like the new equivalent of <laughs> Bright walks up to the pickup truck and says, I like your shoelaces. No! And the guy in the truck says, thanks the president bought them for me. Fuck. <laughs> no. Bright walks up to the pickup truck and asks, when does the narwhal bacon? I don't know this one. I only know this one. Oh, that one's, for, that, that one's even more heinous because it's for Reddit. Oh. And the pickup truck man says the narwhal bacon's at midnight. What the it's fuck bad. is that? <laughs> Why? It's bad. Um. <laughs> anyway, they bring the dude in because he's clearly from the Reville. Reville? Reville? I don't know. Revel. Revel. You ever you ever stop to think that the leader or the basically one of the leaders of a federation that they're in contact with is one letter away from evil? It's also one letter away from rebel. Two letters. You're right. It's two letters. I can't spell. Apparently. I, I mean, I it's, I have this that the I <laughs> I have so much dyslexia I can't even say the word right. Damn. <laughs> I don't even have dyslexia, and I just fucking suck at spelling. <laughs> I, I can't read, I can't talk, what am I good for? So, the dude who's dying talks about Odys- Odessa Day? Odessa. Odessa Day. Odessa Day, which is scheduled from five days from now. In, in the Caspian Sea. In the Caspian Sea, uh, they're gonna fight. Uh, McCoove. McCoove. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's M apostrophe Q U V E. Yeah, well, it's it's uh the subordinate to uh Garma's sister, who yeah. I can't ever fucking say the name of either. Caecilia. Caecilia. See, Ugh. I got the names down. I got. I don't got nothing else down. 
Oh, I'm good. Well, I'm glad someone has something. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they have some mines, and the Federation wants those mines. And they kept talking about mines, and I literally thought they were talking about the explosive mines until the uh... third episode. And I was like, oh, no, mines <laughs> gathering supplies. All of a sudden, this makes mines. more sense. This makes way more sense. <laughs> I was like, why do they want explosive mines? Why did he f- discover explosive mines? What is happening? All right. I mean, it, it also makes sense if they were to find explosive and they have to capture it because it is a show about war. Yeah, know. that's why I thought that made sense. It, were, it works does. either way. Death of the author. We make the rules now. It's our canon. But they have to they have to capture these mines. And when they do, um, White Base is going to be incorporated into like the main Federation forces. Yes, they're going to become, like, actual army people instead of... They're going to become legitimized soldiers, which is a very troubling concept. It's bad. Not great. It's not good. Um, So, yeah, they'll be incorporated, and then Frau brings food for Amuro, who's working on Gundam, and, like, tells Amuro about the salt shortage and how that's bad and you can die from it mm-hmm. um so i guess like the reason the salt is gone and this like is a plot point and everything is because like they were attacked by Zeon and it would like damage their salt supplies and mm-hmm. um so they find like a, a, a saline lake yep Basically, they got to find like a lake to sort of suck out the water and get that good, good mineral on the inside. They need it. So that after that scene, um, they cut over. We cut over to my boy, Rambaral is here. Um, yes, Rambaral. He's having trouble. He can't contact. I think it's Makuve, actually. I have definitely heard someone oh, pronounce it that way. Oh, I think it is. I think M- he, he, he tips his door and says Makuve. Oh no, I'm never going to forget that now. I probably will, but... <laughs> that, that, that's how you remember how to pronounce his name, because it's diabolical. Um, and we also find out Rambaral's um, lover, wife, is named Hamon. Yes. Hamon. She's, a, she's a true JoJo's part one lover. Um, but he basically, like, he can't contact Makuve. Um, he's having trouble with it for whatever reason. And then we see actual Makuve, who... Makuve looks like shit. Makuve is like like very very (laughs) bony and gaunt like sunken really sharp cheekbones and sunken eyes and like his messy purple hair he looks like a skelly man he looks he looks like jack skelliman yeah and he talks to his ensign 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 i keep okay words are made up (sighs) pronounce it however you want to ensign makes more sense but there's a g in it and so uh my brain is like Ensign, like a sign. Get it? Mm-hmm. Ah, I get it. And then I'm like ensigning. Ensink. <laughs> so uh he he contacts the the, the boy band Ensink and um <laughs> he's like, cool, uh they're actually going off course. They're like going the the white base is going somewhere else and uh Makuve, like, I wrote the note, uh, Makuve doesn't want Dazzle to know the truth of the mines right. he discovered, 
do we don't find out what the truth is, right? Like not yet. No. Okay. So I, I I think we can extrapolate later on, but essentially he doesn't Makube doesn't want anyone to like he doesn't want there to be a battle in or around his mind, so like they don't know. I guess like he and maybe even he's in and out with Kaecilia, but he wants to keep it a secret from like the rest of the Xeon military, I guess, because like he can do stuff with like whatever's in his minds to like make himself powerful, I guess. Hmm. But he's he's like, all right, they're going off course, taken out quietly so Dozel doesn't hear about this. So he doesn't scrutinize my nasty minds. I'm mining unobtainium in here. No one can know. No one can know. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, But... Hamon, like, knows that Mukube is probably up to something when she's, like, talking mm-hmm. to um, Rambo Rao. Yeah. Hamon is, like, one of the smartest characters in this whole show. I love her. Yeah, she's cool. And I, I think the next scene is the cook who's just, like, so sad about this salt. He's so sad that he made everyone fall off course for this damn salt. Oh, is this one like the because they they find out like oh the lake is all gone for yeah. some reason and they could not figure out why, but they're like oh shit the lake moves it it goes east to west. Let's let's find this weird moving lake. It's it's I I like the cook. He's very like he just wants some salt and I get it because I like salt in my food. I probably shouldn't because sodium is bad for you in high quantities, but salt good. Salt tastes make, make salt salt make food taste yummy. Salt's like fine for you, and honestly, I realized like after I had mentioned there being a lot of salt in like American food that actually like my mom doesn't eat like as much processed food now, so she actually has to like put a lot more salt on it. So mm. I assume a lot of the shit they're eating on the ship probably isn't as processed because it's yeah. like fairly healthy a lot of the time for a military ship that doesn't really have like you know any grow ups or anything they have they eat pretty well from what i can tell yeah even though they keep talking about how they're like low on food and stuff yeah well, 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 well what can you do um, um yeah and the they're gonna look for the lake mm-hmm. and co on standby yeah, they, they see some Zeons on the radar. They're getting ready to attack, and, like, Sayla just books it away as soon as, like, you, like you, you actually see this happen. Um, if, if you have a sharp eye, in the control room, when they see the Zeons on the radar, Sayla immediately dips out behind Bright. Um, oh, shit. I don't know if I noticed. Yeah, I, I like, I went back and specifically looked for it, because I was like, wait a minute. Can we see this happen? And we do, because Sayla's in the Gundam. Uh-oh, not good. Sayla piloting the Gundam, uh, they only all notice when, like, Amuro's about to get in it, and it's, like, starting to leave, and they're like, what the fuck? And, um, Sayla, who has never piloted, like, any of the, the, Uh any of the, the robots, uh, she's only done simulations, she is not doing well with the G-forces, no, she's about to, like, vom. She's, like, this close to throwing up, and, uh... I'm gonna yard, Samuro! Amuro ends up going in the gun cannon. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of be back up for her, kind of, you know... Yeah. I guess, so... Um, yeah. We have a, a sort of... Get that. A sort of short scene before the fighting starts of Sayla talking to herself, saying that she has to make contact with a Zeon soldier no matter what. And it's, like, already immediately obvious 
what she's referring to. Yes. Like, but... like what she's trying to find out. Um, but, so this battle of the combatants are Sela in the Gundam, Amuro in Gun Cannon, or is in, he's in Gun Tank? He's in Gun Cannon. He's, the he's in Gun Cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have Rambo Rao in the Goof. Um, in the Goof. <laughs> I love, yeah, it's pronounced Goof as it turns out, not Gauf or Gof. It's Goof. I love it. That's so much better. And then there's Kosen and Akos in their other Zaku 2s. Yes. And like, I like the fight scenes in this show. This fight scene was very hard to watch. Yeah. It... It's hard to watch, like, Sayla lost, like, her the Gundam's foot, and it just keeps, it like... It gets, like, cut off. Fucking, like, she... She's very not experienced, and it shows, and it's tough yeah. to see. She's, like, getting manhandled by the Zakus. Like, it, like, the, one of the Zakus grabs, like, the head of the Gundam and, like, punches <laughs> out the little crest on its head for the camera. It's, like... I did not like that. I especially because like its fingers were on its like eyes. Yeah, it's very clear what like you watch the scene, you immediately understand what they're sort of trying to imply with this scene, like what yeah. parallels they're drawing, and it like is supreme. And it's like it's good that it's uncomfortable. It's obviously it's like meant to make you uncomfortable, but like they do a really good job of making you uncomfortable with this scene. It's very rough to have Sela in the cockpit for this. Yeah. Yeah, you. I mean, it's, it is like, I mean, I don't want to say it's like a good scene, but like, yeah. it's an important scene, I guess, right? If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it, yeah, it makes sense. It's, I I wasn't sure if I was just like reading into it too much, so I'm glad like you got that. No, I don't think too. so. Yeah, because because I know Sarah was also like losing their damn mind over it too. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't see all that. Oh man. But yeah, it's it's it sucks. Sailor's getting owned. Um and Amuro is finally able to destroy Akos. He like Amuro's going like not like sicko mode where the colors change and he like starts bashing people with a sword, but like he's just like being brutal right now. He's just yelling. He's yelling, he's bashing heads. He like like crumples a Zaku head. Yeah. And like is that the one that they end up taking in? Or no, is that the other one? They take Kozen. Akos is the first one he destroys, but the okay, second one yeah, he destroys yeah. is Kozen's. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of which one they like. he smashed the head of, though. Yeah, like, no. I, I believe he smashed the head of Kozen's. Yeah, okay, okay. That that makes sense. Because um, that's the one he, like, drags back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they... They have to retreat, like, the goof has to retreat, because, you know, the two, the two of Yeah, they can't take are out. Fucking, are fucked up. Like, they thought, they thought they could take it, because at first it was like, oh, the, the, the pilot in the Gundam is clearly inexperienced, but then, like, Amuro's like, nope, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and, and, like, clearly it's like, I mean, the Gundam's good too, but Amuro's also, like, becoming a much better pilot now, because he's, like, even the gun can, he's, like, whooping ass. Yeah, no, for sure. And later in the gun tank, he's doing pretty well, too. Yeah, In a true. different episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, as they're retreating, uh, like, Hamon is talking with the commander who's with her. And he's all mad because, like, they can't... They want to use this experimental warship called Zanzibar. Um, and Hamon's like, yeah, well, we don't officially have Makuve's help because we have to sort of keep this off the radar. So we're not going to... We're going to have to fight some tough battles, homie. Dig in. 
I don't think they ever. I don't think I ever see the Zanzibar. I think the Zanz. Uh, the Zanzibar is not the thing that they fight later on. That's different. No, it's not. Yeah, I think we might. We probably see the Zanzibar later on, or we've already seen the Zanzibar, or like we've see, been seeing the Zanzibar the whole time. We just don't know what it's called. But yeah, that could be true. <laughs> that it wouldn't be that wouldn't be, wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> They're calling me Mister Can't Recognize a Station Wagon. They're calling me Can't Recognize Goof. Goof, Goof Troop. Um, but yeah. What if Goof Troop was um with robots? You know, so like Goof, Goofy was the blue Zaku Goof, uh, and then like Damn. Max was just like a little green Zaku or something. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, Goof Troop. Um, Goof. Troop. <laughs> <laughs> Go <ahead. laughs> Pretty good. Um. So yeah, they they capture Kozen. Um, and like the whole time they're like, K- Kozen's like, oh, are you going to follow the Geneva Conventions or whatever the equivalent is? And Bright's <laughs> like, yeah, bro, come on. Like he doesn't say the Geneva Conventions, but he's like, you're going to follow like these like, you know, official accords and how to treat prisoners. And Bright's like, yeah. The Antarctic Conventions, which was interesting. Uh, I wonder how Antarctica, I wonder what Antarctica is like in this world. Like, is it? still intact first of all <laughs> they moved that's where they moved new york city to it just warmed up too much and that's where new york yeah. city is now Fuck yeah <laughs> um yeah they capture cozen sailor's like berated by bright and and he's like why do you do this and sailor's like oh the only re-, she, she looks directly at the camera and says the only reason that i piloted gundam was to prove that a girl can fight as good as a man Clearly yep. it's not true, but, like, she just has to say this to, like, get out of the conversation. That's the only reason. She the just only made... reason, Sayla. She's like, girl power is why. More woman tortures. Did you think that Margaret Thatcher had girl power when she effectively slaughtered Talk. an entire regiment of Zeon soldiers? Fuck! No! <laughs> now I'm picturing Margaret Thatcher in a fucking Gundam. I think that this episode is going to literally kill Sarah. <laughs> fuck god i don't like this, this challenging content we're on today <sighs> um, well okay as this episode ends um cousin's in jail Silo's also thrown in jail only for three days as like a disciplinary measure yeah solitary confinement for three days yeah but as as she is putting cousin in jail she asks him real quick if Char's alive, and Kozen's like, oh, yeah, he's probably still alive, but he's probably home right now because he lost his position. So Sayla's not even mad that she's in jail. She's just happy because, like, her brothers are still alive. Yeah. She's like, thank fuck. He's like, oh, that, that doofus, always getting into trouble, always killing his boyfriends. I've always told him not to do that, and he never listens. I do like that even if, like, she's like, that's my brother, she's still just like, I'm very loyal to my pals in the white base. Right. Almost as if you can have a nuanced opinion of these things. I'm very... I think Gizmo hmm. agrees with you. I think that's why he meowed. <laughs> One of these days Gizmo's gonna get in that damn Gundam. It'll all be over for I... us then. Oh my god, if Gizmo gets in the Gundam, we will die. We will all be destroyed. No, you know what? It's gonna be you, you and Gizmo both get into Gun Tank. Oh, fuck. Since, yeah. it's, a, since it's like a two-person pilot. Fuck yeah. Um... He presses the big button to make it go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shall we hit the next episode, Morg? Yes, the next episode is Ooh, boy. something fun. 
it's something fun for the whole family. Uh, no, it's called, so, episode 17, Amuro Desserts. Amuro Deserts. Amuro has dessert, uh, he's lost in a desert, and he deserts the army. <sighs> I love that, like, every single episode title is, like, something huge happens, and you're like, oh, damn, okay. Yeah, I was like, when is he gonna desert? When is he gonna leave? <laughs> um, so... Amuro says, fuck the military. <laughs> Alright, Mr. Noah, I'm about to head out. <laughs> uh, so he's on the bridge. He's doing simulations, uh, like running Gundam against Zaku. So they captured a real-life Zaku. Um, Hell yeah, dude. They captured uh, Kozen Zaku. Yeah, the Zaku too. Zaku too. And the prisoner... Oh, wait, no. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when Bright's questioning Kozen. Okay, this is after the... Yeah, during the simulations and stuff. Um, so, Mira goes in to Bright, uh, like, questioning Kozen and being like, Yeah, Kozen does not recognize me as the leader of the ship because I am young as hell. Uh, so he's not giving me as much information as I would like. He's being a shithead. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something. But they get, like, some information, I think. Like, they get... Uh, I don't even remember exactly what they get. I, I, mean, I, I, think I, don't, a, I don't think it's much. I think a lot of the information they get is just, like, the stuff they get from the Zaku computer stuff itself. Right, yeah. Yeah. But um, after this, we get quite a scene. Um, Amuro's just oh chilling, walking down the hallway. Yeah, um, and then he sees like a puddle leaking from the bathroom, and um, so Kika comes running out naked. She's just like mm-hmm. a little naked child. Is like, ah, ah! I tried to do laundry and I made it the sink go fucking crazy. Please help me. I don't know what to do. I'm baby and I can't fix this. <laughs> so Amuro goes in and he like runs into a bra that was hanging in the doorway. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what is this? Girl! Ah! And then... Um, <laughs> he's like, boobs! No, but he's like, hey, you should um maybe tell Mirai about this because she's in there. And then Mirai comes out uh, N- naked. Naked with like Ed Howell on her head. And Amuro's just like more embarrassed and is like, okay. <laughs> Look and- out, Amuro. Hotted boobs up ahead. Tits, big ones. <laughs> no. Boobs off the port bow. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mira, like realizing Amuro's there, like ducks back into the, the room she yeah. was in. Or She's like, fix the damn sink, bro. Fix it, fix it, please. And, uh, yeah, he does. He, he yeah. does it. That's the scene. That's the scene. He's it's just... weird. I, like, it is it is a cute little scene in showing, it's, like, almost as, like, a mini slice of life. It's, like, oh, the wacky hijinks that happen on the white pace. It's weird, but it's, like, I don't know. I appreciate the little bit of levity these scenes add in, in, in you know, contrast to war crime. I'm not as, like, bothered by this as I am by, like... Amro being a dumbass around uh, Matilda. Mm, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, that one's just, like, unabashedly horny. Yeah, this is just, like, I'm doing... I'm embarrassed. I fucked up. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of unabashedly horny, we cut back to Rambo Rao. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's getting a Zaku overhauled. Um, And, like, the supply ship that's helping him is called the Fat Uncle. It's called the Fat Uncle! (laughs) He's like, tell the Fat Uncle to leave now. It's very funny. (laughs) I love the names of all the Zion There's, like, Hot Dog, there's Fat Uncle. There's a lot of good ones. Oh, man. Um, but then we get a nice scene of, like, Hamon comes up and asks him why he took on this mission in the first place. Yeah. And he's he's like, I did it to secure promotion for all my men, uh, to, like, you know, let them sort of, like, live comfortably. Um, and I'm doing it so I can have you, Hamon, rub shoulders with the zombies to, like, you know, get your positions up, too. It's like, he's just trying to, like, have a good life for him and all of his men. Yeah. God, Rambaral's so cool. I love this guy. He's good. I'm if anything happens to him, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Oh, I'm so mad. I'm so worried about the episode we haven't watched yet because it's a big battle with him and it. Um, to spoil too much, but he is in it a lot. So yeah. Oh boy, I can only mean one thing. Yeah. But Ugh. yeah. So cut, cutting back to the cell. We see Kozin, who's like, oh, these stupid kids didn't even think to do a cavity search on me. And he pulls some C4 out of his tooth, and he pulls, like, a string, like, a detonator string out of his, like, pants. Um, yeah, it just, like, blows the door up. They didn't even, like, check his pants or anything? Like, yeah. Dang. I mean, again, it is a good way to illustrate how untrained that these teenagers are. Yeah. Yeah, the oldest is fucking 19. You can't make that up. Hate it. I hate it. But um, anyway, so he gets out. Um, he runs by Sela, and he's like, "Oh, you're a Zeon, right? Uh, uh, so I'll get you out." And then she's like, "Fuck you! No, I'm not. I'm screaming for help." And she does, and it's good. Yep. Uh, they're so like they're. It's like a, a wild goose chase. At this point, missiles are fired from the nearby Zeon base, so they're all like trying to mobilize and freak out. Um, Hayato and Amaro, or no, yeah. Amaro goes out in gun tank. Yeah, it's Hayato yeah, and Amaro. Hayato and Amaro go out in the gun tank. Um, and then like I think Ryu's like wants to go out in the gun tank, but they're like Amaro already left in the gun tank. What are you doing, bro? Yeah, cause so Amaro like left in gun tank like kind of without telling Bright that's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was like, oh, we only need gun tank for this because it's just like. A base. A, la- a land base, right. It's not, like, anything, like, moving around, right? Yeah. And, and like, it's not the worst idea, because he's right part of the way. But he'll, yeah, he's also, like, Bright doesn't know tactics or whatever. And, or, like, it's not, like, Amuro thinks he knows tactics better. And in some ways, like, he's not completely wrong, but he's not right either. And... Eh, this this becomes an issue later, but um, they're just using gun t- gun tank. Uh, Bright is like whatever, and is this it? The wild goose chase like ends in like so like so. Sela is the one that was chasing uh, Cozen around with a gun. Yeah, the the Benny Hill music is being played right now. Yak the Yak is playing. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then 
he, like, goes into, like, an airlock with, like, a little, like... Or, no, sorry. First, he, like, actually does end up contacting the uh, Rambo Rambo. Yeah, he's he's able to call Rambo Rao on his cell phone. On his cell phone. Until, like, the people in the bridge notice and cut him off. But, like, you know, he he does let them know that there's three uh, mobile suits on board and that's it. Yeah, so so Ramoral's able to mobilize. And, yes, and Kozen keeps escaping. Sailor's running after him. Oh, at this point, Ryu goes out in Core Fighter. Oh, that's right, yes. He goes out in Core Fighter because there's more, like, ships flying out yeah there's some dops dops uh kai kai's out in the gun cannon as he do um and rambarel's like going up in his gallop which is like the big lance ship that he was piloting like before one yeah and then he gets out in his goof with gein and stetch i love the names of all these young people so much yeah gein and stetch superstar saga i thought it was scratch at first uh which would also be a pretty good name yeah it also works. So, sorry. So, is this when the Wild Goose Chase ends? Because I think I, I had jumped the gun before until I was like... Oh. Yes. No, this is when the Wild Goose Chase ends. Yes. So, he's. this is what I was saying. He was about to, like, use, like, a jetpack or whatever and leave and, like, go on the dops or, like, the gallop or something. You know, just, like, a mm-hmm. yeah, back yeah. to the Xeon people. <clears throat> and Sela's, like, shooting the doorknob, but it doesn't work. Because this isn't uh, Star Trek, I guess. And then um, <laughs> someone else comes by who I don't know the name of with like a big old laser bazooka. Yeah, it is like some random crewman who's up with a rocket launcher. Yes, yes, a rocket launcher. And uh, blasts the door and it like pushes uh, Kozen out the fucking door. And he just like I mean, falls. saying it. It pushes him out the door is very generous. I'm he sorry, gets blown the hell out away. The door. You're right. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he gets fucking obliterated. He gets he, like he gets yeeted. He gets fucking Yeah, no. That push you're right. I will say though, we didn't see him die. Oh, is that something? I Well, he I mean, here's the thing. When a character dies, like we see them they either get buried or we see them like like die in an explosion like unequivocally i mean maybe garma's still alive but probably not but like the way it was framed when kozen like was yeeted out of the ship the camera's still like from inside the airlock but like kozen like falls in the distance but like we don't like see anything happen i don't think you're right so he's probably fine i hope he's fine i like him he's probably fine yeah uh you know who's not fine though kai no Kai's about to die. He's getting blasted with that heat rod. Yeah, the heat rod fucking wraps around his his uh, gun cannon arm, and uh, <clears throat> he's like, "I'm gonna explode. Uh, someone needs to help me now." And so, mm-hmm. um, this is like when Amuro ends up going in Gundam, like switching out of Gun Tank and going yeah. into Gundam because they realize, like, oh, there's fucking Zaku and Gauf around. Mm-hmm. Oh, they know the thing is the name is named the Goof. Now I said Gauf. Again. Yeah, at this point we know because um, the prisoner told them, and um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. or the former prisoner, I guess. <laughs> whether he's, the the, the ex prisoner, whether he's dead or escaped, he's not a prisoner anymore. Uh, the prisoner for the, the prisoner formerly known as Kozen. Um, 
God. But Amuro's trying to fight the goof in the Gundam, but he can't hit that dang thing. Because as it turns out, when he was running the combat simulations, he like upped the Zaku's speed and capabilities by like 20% to sort of like simulate it being the goof. But like clearly the goose abilities are beyond that. So, like, Amro is, like, the parameters he basically put in that would be the goose parameters are lower than what the goof can actually do. So he's not doing so hot fighting it. Um, but still, somehow, is able to damage the joints of it. Yeah. I swear, every single time Rambaral gets in a fight, he lasts for two minutes and has to leave. Not because he died, but because, like, his robot got hit a couple times. Yeah, I was like, dude, get a better robot. Like, I think the goof is just not that good of a robot. <laughs> like, they say it's better than the Zaku, but, like... I don't know. It's. I think it's a glass cannon, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, if the Zaku is like a Golurk, then the Goof is more like a like a got like a Gothitelle, maybe. <laughs> That's a fun comparison. Did you see my battle against Steven today? No, I have to watch it later. Do you want a spoiler alert? Uh, I know it has to do with Yanma balls. Yanma balls. Do never underestimate Yanma Morg. <laughs> it will not end well for you. I mean, I would never. I, I like. I just, as it turns out, Yanma is very, very powerful in the right circumstances, so and also half lost. my team. I lost because Yanma hit like Yanma swept like half my team. Yanma balls. Yanma, Yanma, Yanma balls. Um. Anyway, welcome to our podcast. Uh. Uh, about our, our specific Pokemon Draft League that no one else knows about. Elite Full Restore 2. <laughs> 2! But, so at this point, I think they're all back um, in White Base. And Amaro is getting shaken down by Bright. Yeah, he did not like that. He did not no, no, like no. getting uh, disobeyed. I swear, every single time... A fight happens. Amuro's confident. He gets his ass kicked. But the enemy still has to leave anyway. But then he gets back and Bright is like, I am your father figure. You have to listen to me now. Yeah. It's rough. It's like the same thing every time. But it's like. It's rough. Different every time also. Like it's the same. But there's. It's something else. You know. It it just keeps happening. <laughs> I warned you. I warned you about the Gundam. Oh my god. Um, Amuro uh, in Gundam just falling down a giant set of stairs. <laughs> You, <laughs> and bright being i told you bro i told you <laughs> the white base ruse is merely a distraction now i have the gundam fuck <laughs> um this is so fucking stupid god this show is so good uh after this um, we see amuro um oh this scene sucks amuro's like lot. he's in for yeah yeah you want to hit it yeah, sorry I'm whining now, but he's <laughs> just trying to go over, like, oh, uh, I guess stuff, like, I guess I, I didn't calculate that things would be different based on terrain and who's piloting the Zaku or the Goof, and um, he's like, fuck, I fucked up, whatever. And he's, like, eventually just, like, oh, I gotta run more stuff. And he falls asleep because he's just, like, so fucking tired from, you know, battling and planning. Uh, but while he's asleep, because he's, like, so quiet from being asleep, um, Bright and Mirai came, come in, and, um, into the... It, 
What is the? Is this the docking bay? And that's this is. I think this is like the hangar, the docking bay of some because it's like really open. There's like balconies all over yeah, it. Yeah, it's like the hangar. But the, the, Gundam's they picked there. the one specific balcony that Amaru's already on. It's so yeah, like because Amaru, I guess, was probably just like putting more information into Gundam or something. But yeah, he fell asleep, and Mirai and Bright are talking, and um, they. Talk about how they're gonna probably try to get Ryu to pilot the Gundam, and uh, Amuro needs to maybe sit this out. Um, he's take me out, coach. He's uh, he overhears, uh, because he like kind of wakes up while they're talking, and uh, he hears that, yeah, they're trying to. They're trying to replace him because he is not listening to Bright like he should be, and uh, he's just—he's real—he's—he—he he cries like he—he he, like they notice he's there, and he like gets up and he's just like tears in his face like running away. It's—it's—it's it's, it's sad, but I get it because like it's Gundam is sucks. Gundam is him now. Gundam is an extension of him. And Bright is saying, no, you can't have that. You can't ah. have that. He's saying, like, your body doesn't belong to you, you know? Like, Gundam is kind of his body now, too, also. and it, But it's not. Like, you know, like, it's it's the Federation's, but it's his, like, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It's more than just... It's more than just, it's, like... It's his. Body, you know? And um, he's... Getting, he's like leaving like he's getting re- he like packs up like Amaro packs up stuff Frau sees him leaving and is like hey what are you doing what's going on uh like he's like they don't want me here so I'm gonna head out uh like fuck him but I I can't be here yeah. anymore and all right why base him better head out he leaves, but he leaves in Gundam. So he takes, he takes his, he takes his ball and goes home. <laughs> he takes his ball and goes home. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> he, he didn't just quote unquote desert. He deserted with Gundam. Yeah, so. he's uh, bye bye Amaro. We never see him again. And yeah, that's the end of the series. Uh, thanks for having me as a co-host. I really yeah, appreciate only only it. only seventeen episodes in, but they were good seventeen episodes. Yeah, they were. Uh, no, but um, yeah, you you might be able to tell there's more to this episode if you're looking at the at the bar because there we actually have another episode. Uh, we do for this one. Because that's not the end, and Amaro. This is this is called Zeon's Secret Mine, by the way. Yes, episode eighteen, Zeon's Secret Mine. Mine, not mime. There's no mime. Zeon, Zeon's Secret, Mister Mime. Mister Mime. <laughs> what if one of the robots looked like Mister Mime? What if one of the mobile suits mm. was Mister Mime? What if a Gundam sweet. had dodgeball shoulders and rosy cheeks? That'd be pretty fucking sweet. Um, so, okay, <laughs> so I didn't even realize the midair docking thing in the last episode was, like, a... The intro? Was the intro, because they had showed it again, and I was like, wait, Amaro's gone! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then they were like, Amaro might not be able to ever... It's just, 
it it's just Ryu with like a, a poorly made mask of Amuro over his face, pretending to be Amuro. That'd be so sad, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Amuro. Everyone loves me. Oh, Ryu, we like you too. You're just not Amuro. Yeah, poor poor little Amuro. He he's camped in like a abandoned desert town with Gundam, and he put like. I know that, like, he put tarp over a gun to sort of cover it and disguise it, but it looks like he just gave him a little blankie. Yeah, it does look like he got a blankie. And his feet are just, like, in some tunnel or whatever. But, um, he's just, like, chilling with a fire. Like, he's just eating. Yeah, he has to, I mean, he has to keep warm. Desert's very cold at night. And, yeah. He sees this ship fly overhead. And this ship is very strange looking. It looks like a Dragon Quest slime with like legs. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. It, it, it looks like it looks like a um a beady long legs from Pikmin, but fat. So I guess it looks like a raging long legs from Pikmin too. It's an interesting looking thing. Yeah, it um yeah, it's got four leggies. But um, they, they four like, little leggies. They like stay away, you know, like they stay up in the air. They don't see him. Yeah. I guess the tarp was enough. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, they cut back to White Base. Mm, Kai is such a fucking douchebag. God, this part sucks. I they, oh my so god. So much. On, on, the, on the bridge, oh. Kai is talking, and even Sela agrees. They're like, yeah, Amuro would get executed for deserting like this. Yeah. And Frau is like, damn, I guess I realized why Amuro left. You guys all suck. Yeah, because, like, Bray agrees that they could, and Mira, like, Sela does, and they're like, yeah, you could, if it's necessary. Mira's the only one that's like, we won't, though. And then everyone's like, yeah, I guess not. Like, whatever. Yeah, it's like, they won't do it, but, like, they could, which is like, stop saying that. A deserter could be executed is such a fucked up thing. Like it is. I guess he's fi- he's fifteen. Like the idea is like, oh, you could have given like the enemy secrets or some shit. But like he is a child. He's babby. Like no wonder he ran away. He's yeah. Like yes, I get it. Like I get that you're mad at him, and mm-hmm. but it's also like. Uh, yeah, even after this, Sailor's like, alright, we're not gonna execute him, but, like, he still, we still can't overlook his selfish behavior. Um, and it's, like, real real rich coming from you, Sailor, who literally two episodes ago stole Gundam just to, like, ask where your brother is. Oh, you're so fucking right. Holy shit. Like, yeah. Her of all people saying that, like, why not, like... And, 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 like, the fact that she's, like, the most responsible one otherwise, too. Yeah, no. Fucked up. Um, alright, what happens next? So... Frau is like, alright, white face, I'm about to head out. And then she leaves to try and find Amuro in her little, like, dune buggy. Yeah. It's cute. She, like, follows the Gundam footprints in the desert. Um, and she finds him very easily. I like to imagine that he's, like, maybe, like, a couple hundred meters away. <laughs> like, he can still see white face from the little town he's in. Oh, yeah. Wait, how, yeah, how far away do you think that they are? Uh, I mean, realistically, probably a couple miles. Yeah, okay. But, like, I'd just like to imagine that you could just, like, pop out, pop your head out of the building and see White Pace, like, 500 meters away. That'd be extremely funny. Um, but, yeah, she actually finds him. Um, 
And she says, like, they need his help. They'll accept him if he returns. Did you understand the joke that the kids were saying when she was leaving when they were, like, VSOP? Very important. No! Like, VIP, I, I, very important person, VSOP. Because they were saying, like, oh, Amaro is a very important person. Yeah, no, I, 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 and I looked it up and I couldn't figure out at all because it, like, all I could tell VSOP is, like, a type of booze. I was like, is this a weird translation? I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So she finds him. She almost gets shot because Amuro, like, she, like, busts. Yeah, he has a gun ready. Sela busted, or uh, Fraubo busting through. (laughs) She busting through. uh, I was like, man, you gotta know he's kind of a soldier now, right? But also, Mm -hmm. yeesh. Yeah, and but like she's cool with it because I think she realizes like, oh yeah, he definitely thinks people are out to kill him. So I understand why he'd have a gun. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and and he does put it away right away. He doesn't like keep it trained on her or anything. But she says that like, yeah, you got to come back to White Base. Um, and like during this scene, we cut over to White Base, and like Kai says that he would shoot Amaro if he returns. As, I'm doing the biggest air quotes possible as a joke. Wait. It's just a, it's just a prank, bro. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. What did I miss? Yeah. It's bad. Jesus Christ, dude. I hate prank. Kai so much. It's just a prank. It's just a it's prank, prank Amara. I'm not going to actually shoot you dead for deserting the military. I wouldn't do that. But it'd be funny if I did. There were other... Like, there were other, like, people on the ship that were like, oh, what if Amro changed sides? But, like, Kai wasn't there, and that's why I think I forgot mm. or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's like the same scene, but, like, split apart in two different parts. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Man. Yeah. What the fuck? I... I just... Eh, why is Kai like this? Why? I hate him. Is he gonna, like, go on... Is he gonna, like... Do something? Is he gonna, like, change sides? Is he gonna, like... What's what's going on with him? What's him? What's going on? What's his... Look, everyone in the show needs therapy. Some more than others. Yeah, for sure. This is when Amro pieces out to go to the mine. Yes. Well... Also, Frau like let slip the that they were talking about deserters and how they could kill them, and she was like, "Oh shit, fuck! I didn't mean to say that out loud." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, okay, that's what they really think of me. All right, glad they think I'm a deserter. Glad they think I'm gonna fucking..." And yeah, he is pissed and like goes to the mine. Well, he just like is leaving, and then he sees the mine though. He's like, go home. Yeah, like this is this isn't. You're not a real soldier. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and he's doing like, recon stuff, and he looks over in like like the main sort of building of this mine, and he sees um Kaecilia having a conversation with Makuve. Yes. Um, they're talking about a material called solium, what is presumably the important thing they're mining here. Um, oh, and like they're getting solium from this operation. Spelled wrong, and I thought they were mining salt. So, oh, <laughs> well, yeah, we gotta put, uh, yeah, one, once again, Amro's an INTJ, so he can just imagine sodium chloride on his food and he's fine. Sodium chloride! But they're mining sodium here, 
Um, the Federation can't know about any of it. Um, and he hears it um, 50 kilometers away. There's another mine. Um, and then at this point, he's like, all right, Frau, go back to White Base. Tell them about this mine. And in the meantime, he's like, after she leaves, he's thinking, like, I'm going to blow the hell this mine up. He thinks this is the mine they were talking about, though, with the Odessa stuff. Because he's like, oh, if I do this, then they won't have to deploy mm-hmm. uh, Federation soldiers. And I'll be a hero, yay! Or, well, probably more people won't die, <laughs> yay! Mm-hmm. But, you know. Um, and he does, like, he's like, I'll be fine, there's no Zaku here, I can fucking... <sighs> destroy the mine and he sets to destroy it and it's a cool fight scene but um Frau driving back ends up flying back actually yeah it's really cool she 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 drives over one of those strips in mario kart 8 that makes you like make you go into anti-grav mode <laughs> damn it <laughs> yeah and 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 like her her wheels all tilt 90 degrees inward so it's like she's like hovering back yes it rules uh, she's like, I don't care if I'll be seen. I need to go tell them what's going on. And then there's a mine here and it's bad and sucks ass. Mm-hmm. Not great. So they know now that there's a mine there, but I think they put together that that's not the mine that Odessa's talking about. Or like that the dude for the Odessa Day thing talking about. Yeah, it's it's a mine, but it's not the mine. Yes. Which Amaro finds out later, but Yeah, yeah, after all this. Um so but yeah, he he like he starts this Yeah, the, the fight happens. Um And it's cool. Actually it's, it's a it's a pretty sick fight, yeah, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like even with no it's like no Zaku there, it's still pretty cool. Yeah, they don't need a Zaku though, because after he starts attacking Kaecilia's like, hmm, now is a good time to test the Adzam. Um, and like she says this, and we cut over, we see Amro. He's getting owned by like these tanks and turret cannons. His gun is shot out of his hand. Um, but then like he's just like blasting the turrets, like like stabbing the turrets with his beam saber and stuff. He's blasting the turrets. <laughs> um. He's bla- yeah, Amro is blasting these turrets. You love to see it. Um He's saying fuck this. And anyway, Amro said Amro said trans rights. <laughs> Amro said trans rights, and uh, but uh, the Zeon didn't like that, so they scattered some like dirt on him. Except it's not dirt. So, well, actually, first the big like thing you compared to a Pikmin thing, like yeah, that's that's flies. the Adzam. That's the Adzam, yes. And um. They, like, shoot some sand at him. Or he keeps calling it sand. It's not. It's some other shit that they don't really go into, but may or may not be the solium. Um. Oh, I didn't even make that connection. I thought it was, like, a different thing. I thought it was just, like, what it can do. Oh, maybe you're right. I actually don't know. But, um... I don't know what it is. But it's some weird It's stuff. It's, like, nasty sand. Nasty, gross sand. And then they, like blast something else out that like is like a cage around Gundam and it like heats up all the like nasty sand and uh makes Gundam like heat up and like it's like shutting down because it's trying to like protect the pilot um mm-hmm. and it's like he can't move because all the energy is going into like protecting the pilot uh 
and yeah, he's fucking stuck. Yeah, it's it's um, it's a magnetic field or something like. Yeah, it, like w- w- what it what it made it seem is like whatever like like it's like a super t- conductive material that they like powdered on him. Yeah. So it heats up basically like it, it, it essentially makes him vent all of his like energy reserves so he can like he's immobile and they can just capture it. Um, not so though because that was tuned for Izaku. It's like the exact same conundrum, but in reverse. And Amuro still has energy left over. Yes, because... Yeah, it would have crippled Izaku, I guess. Uh, yeah. And... Yeah, he's like, not... Not be-ish. And he flies up and... Gets out his lance, his laser lance. And stabs... The... <laughs> he says, you're not going to dump me, as he stabs it. Yeah, he does! I get because I guess they're trying to like maneuver and like knock the Gundam off of it or whatever. Yeah. But and then Kaecilia's trick, she orders Makufe to blow up the entire base with all the soldiers inside it, so no one gets the secrets. Uh oh. Yep. She's like, "Fuck this base. We have more. We have more mines. We don't need this one." And Amro's like, "Holy shit! They just blew it up. I guess I won?" Question mark. But at what cost? Yeah, at what cost? Uh, yeah, they don't want the state secrets getting out. Uh, Amuro goes to, like, scout, like, what's left over. And uh, this is when he finds out this is base 102. This is mine yeah. 102. So there's one, at least 101 other bases. Mm-hmm. Other mines of whatever. And... Uh, He's like, fuck, this wasn't the main mine. <laughs> yeah, so up. essentially, he just caused a big ruckus. He made the Zeon, like the Principality of Zeon, super aware that he exists and is ready to fight. And for nothing, basically. Yep, yep. Oops, Amuro got owned. Um, and like, we get a, oh, a pretty tough scene, too. He sees like a dying soldier. Um, yeah. Who's looking, who's looking at a photo of a woman. Um, and Amro like runs and gives him water and he helps a soldier. He like bandages him up and he's like, Hey, I don't know who you are, but if you theoretically were the pilot of that mobile suit, you shouldn't go soft on your enemy. Yeah. And Amro's like, thanks for the advice. Yeah. And he walks away and, um, so that soldier does do a flare, though, because when White Base passes over later, they see the right. flare, and, uh, they see all the destruction, and they're like, oh, man, Amuro must have done this. Frau's like, fuck, he's not there anymore. Like, he left. And, mm-hmm. uh, they're like, yeah. And now Zeon will be very more, much more prepared. Yeah. Yeah, the Metal Gear Solid alert is on screen right now. Yes. And um so I'm hoping that 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 dying soldier was picked up by White Base maybe. But who knows cuz it kind of ended there. Yeah, hopefully Amro saved a life in all of this. But yeah, so and then we the last thing we see in the episode is Frau driving off again to find Amro once more. Yep. Pretty rough couple episodes we watched, huh? Yeah. Mhm. I think the next one will be too. So, oh boy, stay tuned for that one. Um, so you had something prepared. 
Now, okay. So originally, um, I, I I posted in Discord and I asked our friends, "Hey, is there any topics?" that you wanted us to cover today like because you know i don't always have an idea for an end of episode segment and i want to try and do something different every time just to make it fun um that's very ambitious <laughs> i don't yeah maybe not every time but i want to have just like a nice like i want to have people always like wondering oh what's segment's max gonna pull out today um and i originally was gonna talk about like some geography of the world and like where the sides are who owns what territory but then something happened because if you would check our Earth Federation chat oh. in Discord Morg and Oh I didn't uh, see this. There's something I pinned that our friend Colin posted. Oh no. I oh my god. Oh my uh, so god. Uh so our 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 friend they have our, our friend Colin, they have posted an image <sighs> of Gundam and the red comet. Um, as, 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 as minions, my delightful little friend. So, um, more my segment today is going to be telling you a little bit of minion trivia. You're going to tell me minion <laughs> trivia? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh Anything God. can be a robot. Anything can be a robot if you believe it. I mean, humans are kind of a robot and, um. We're flesh robots. So thank you, Colin. Uh, I'm going to learn about minions now. <laughs> I already have one podcast where I learn lore about weird shit, so I guess, you know, this is just another drop in the bucket. Um, Morg, sure. you've probably heard of Minions, or maybe you've just seen their bright yellow likeness on a t-shirt, meme, or bumper sticker. Yeah. I- Perhaps you've already decided whether you love them, hate them, or simply find them baffling, as they've been known to inspire quite a range of emotions in all who encounter them. That's probably how I feel, is the last one. Uh, I watched Despicable Me, and that's it. Yeah, they're, they're, the movies are the movies are like fine. It's more just like the the, the sheer power of these little guys. Um, but you know, as with all great things in history, the existence of minions prompts big questions. Where do these strange beings come from? Why do they inspire such polarizing reactions? And is there any deeper meaning to these unusual le- yellow creatures? <laughs> they have the same reaction in a lot of people our age that my dad felt about. Uh, the Teletubbies. So, you know what? If you like minions, you're valid. But only to me, probably. And not to everyone. <laughs> not else. not many people. Definitely not Sarah. Oh my um, god, no. <laughs> and only like but, vaguely valid, you know? There's there's some weirdness. It, it it's it's more of like baseline tolerance. Yeah. But well, you mentioned Teletubbies. Teletubbies are actually pretty tall. They're like eight or nine feet tall, I think, in those costumes. No, but they're like a similar, like, weird fucking oh, childhood right. thing that's yeah. weird colored and have weird noises and say weird things. Mm-hmm. And instead of yeah. going, like, banana, they say, uh-oh, you know. Banana. So, um, similar weird childhood thing, I guess. Right. So... <laughs> this is a fun bit so going back if you've clearly you haven't seen the hit movie minions no but my mom um, has ah good for her um <laughs> well minions the the opening of that movie sort of sheds a little bit of light on what they are and where they've come from because as we all know they emerged from the ocean fully evolved as they are today god damn it <laughs> The minions just walked out of the ocean like that. They just look like that. And they had goggles. 
back then too. Are those just like a part of their body? I think it's biological. Maybe it's like a sort of chitin. <laughs> but 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 Morg, they have existed for at least sixty million years. That's pretty wild. Uh, we we've seen them surfing in evil Tyrannosaurus Rex. They are so one of the most. They are they. Well, they always serve the greatest villain in history, except for one notable exception, because oh, they were canonically this. in cryo sleep during World War II. I hate this exception so much because there's like yeah. other real bad people in the world. I'm gonna say it, like right. I mean, I, look, I'm not going to go ahead and assume that the writers of Minions are, like, politically nuanced. Uh-huh. I just... Yeah. Although it is very funny to think about, like, who has them now, and do they keep moving? Um, I think of- that whoever has them now might be dying them orange. <laughs> <laughs> I think Henry Kissinger has some. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, he definitely has a couple. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm, I think canonically it's like the evilest person has all the minions, but like share the wealth. A lot of people have a lot of minions. It's true. It's true. See, it, it is, it is my burden to bear that I will never get to own a minion. I mean, I don't want to own any person, but like I will never get to have a minion hang out with me because I'm not evil. Mm. It's like a real catch twenty two that you'll just have but to admire th- them from afar. Oh, you know I do. Then <laughs> they were inspired more by Jawas and Oompa Loompas. I can see that. Yeah. You know how the how the Jawas say Utini. No. What if the Jawas said Banana? I don't know Star Wars. So oh. oh, that's okay. I'm sorry. I'm not valid. <laughs> I mean, I am valid, but I'm also not. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna read a little bit of direct quote from this article. Minions reveals, and this article is like five years old, by the way. Minions reveals that the minions become listless after too much time without a master to serve. Despite constructing a magical underground ice lair complete with sports and musical productions, they sank into ennui without a boss to tell them what to do. (laughs) Over time, their daily routine broke down without an outside force to control their chaos. Seeing minions bored turns, turns out to be just as funny as seeing them hyper. It's like seeing the aftermath of a particularly long sugar rush. I want to meet whoever wrote this article and shake their hand. That's very funny. Wait, so does that does that mean the Despicable Me guy, because he's like not evil anymore? Or like Grew. Grew, that's right. I, I haven't seen it in a while. Does he not have them anymore? Because he's not... I think he's like... He's like formally a villain, yeah. but he's like just a, a nice guy. But you can't get rid of the minions. You sure can't. <sighs> oh my god this this is one of one of life's great questions. Why do some people hate minions? Um, oh well, I think they inspire uh, frustration, uh, and also uh, they're a weird capitalist ploy after the Despicable Me. <laughs> Maybe uh, because they just become a thing instead of being like a fun little side character. They become like the main character, mm-hmm. and it's they very wear they wear out their welcome a little. Right. This article posits minions are like cilantro. Some people think it's a great flavor, and others think it tastes like soap. And I like to imagine that's because there's a gene inside humans that, like, you are physically repulsed by minions if you have, like, a specific genetic makeup that other people don't have. I must be one of those people that like cilantro even if it tastes like soap to them. Because those people exist. mm. 
because right. I'm like they, I they like the taste. I tolerate them. Mm-hmm. But I don't like them, you know. Whereas I'd say yeah. most people have the bad tastes gene probably right it's kind of like how every time a rolling stones song is used to promote an operating system it becomes harder to love start me up every time a minion appears next to a treacly homemade meme about friendship it gets a little harder to love them honestly that's funny or like honestly (laughs) the like fact that it became like a facebook mom thing is like makes them funnier to me Mm mm-hmm What's more, it's difficult to pull out the same bromides for minions that work for other types of animation. Can you compare a minion to the madcap poetry of Buster Keaton or the zany pop imagery of Chuck Jones when there's such a unique comic invention and in parentheses and multi-million dollar mega brand? They're... <laughs> this article is deranged. Yeah, yeah, that's... Hmm. I will only like minions if they renounce their capitalist overlords, and they never will. Right. Because capitalism is the greatest villain. Mm-hmm. There are over 899 different minions, but only 48 combinations of eye color, hairstyle, and height, I believe. Oh my god. Um, Does it explain why there's only... Some of them are cyclopses? No, they, they just are. Okay, okay. They just, they just be. Um... And and my, my final part of this bit is one of the most incredible paragraphs I've ever read in my entire life. Minions are physically invincible and immortal. In the film Minions, when Stuart, Bob, and Kevin were tortured on the rack, their bodies were able to stretch easily. Throughout all three films, they've been hit by various objects on their bodies, got their heads stuck in a jar, and etc. without any ill effect. For example, Bob, not the Bob, appeared in Minions was given an anti-gravity serum by Dr. Nefario, who absentmindedly left a window open, causing poor Bob to float out of our atmosphere in Despicable Me. He was still seen alive in space at the end of the movie, but we don't know what happened to him after that. Um, well, I feel bad for whatever alien it ends up, like, meeting and, like, spreading its weird minion spores. It's gonna to, become like, a god. Grow. Because, like, I just assume they kind of re- reproduce by budding. Because that's the only thing that makes sense. Right. There, There's, like, two different forms of minions. There's regular minions and, like, minion polyps. Yuck. <laughs> well, Morg, I hope, this, I hope this segment was as enlightening for you as it was fun for me to tell you about. I'm gonna, um, fucking get you back for this, Max. Oh, cool. I can't wait. Look, if ever there's a day that you want to do the segment at the end of the episode, let me know. I just never have ideas. That's why I like to do If you that. ever want to like spend half an hour just like telling me about different types of horses, I'll welcome it. I too bad I'm not a horse person. Good. <laughs> I hate those things. I will tell you about horse personas maybe. Okay. I mean, that's like I like to learn though. I want to hear about it. All right. Yeah, that that's the problem. My mind is a an indiscriminate sponge. Anything you tell me, I'll just like sit wrapped attention be like yes i want to hear about this i'm probably like playing this up a little bit because like i said mm-hmm. i do a sonic lore podcast this is just another weird fucking thing dropping the you're yeah you're being inoculated i'm at fine this point. yeah <laughs> um more we're gonna find you on the internet <laughs> you can find me at haunting the morgue on twitter uh haunting the m-o-r-g uh that will have a pinned tweet to my other podcast, well, this one and my other podcast, uh, Sonic Shuffle, uh, random and holistic Sonic lore podcast, where my co-host Dan tells me about 
Sonic lore from like 10 different continuities. And sometimes I also watched the thing, but a lot of times I am just told about it. Uh, yeah. That's it, really. That's all I do for now. For now. But for now. Oh, watch Twitter. Very ominous. Watch this space. Uh, well, I'm Max. I don't know why I aged 30 years when I tried to say that. I'm um, Max. I'm Max. You can find me. <clears throat> I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. And you can also find me on another podcast called Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp that I do with many of my friends. You can find that at twitter.com slash podofgreedcast. And Morg, as my last question to you this week. What's your robot of the week? Hmm, I didn't really think about it, even though we do this every week. Uh, top of the head, because I kind of just was Googling around robots. I guess I'll just talk about fucking Bender Bending Rodriguez from Futurama. Oh, good one. Uh, Bender is uh, the robot drunkard from Futurama who is Fry's best friend, and he loves to say, bite my shiny metal ass. Uh, he loves to do hijinks. He's kind of an asshole, but for some reason, we still find him funny. He's, he's a fun, he's just a fun man. He's a fun robot. I like him. He's a fun man, and he gets away with more shit than he should, probably. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's also the same voice as Jake the dog. That makes... Yes, I think I did know that, but my brain forgot. I forget the the, the voice actor's name, but yeah, he's, he's a pretty... He's, he's gotten around. He's a lot of stuff. The Wikipedia on him likes... Wikipedia likes to call him a pathological liar and slightly sociopathic. Rarely shows empathy, but he does love Fry, and oh, that that I added that part because he does love Fry, though. He does, even if he Fry. won't say it. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Cool. Well, shout out to Bender. Shout out to Minions. Shout out to Gundam. Shout out to Amuro, who's no longer in the army. Shout out to Amuro. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Can't believe you died. Shout out to Kozen, who's definitely dead and not alive. Shout out to Garma, who is dead. Shout out to Garma, who's dead. Shout out to Rambo Ralph, who will never die, if, if I have anything to say about it. Um, shout out to Sayla, who is cool and should learn how to pilot Gundam more, because I think she'd be a good pilot if she just had practice. Yeah. Um, and shout out to us for putting on this damn show every week. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, well, as we always say, every week, war is bad. Wow. Cool robot.